Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. It's Friday, Bart Scott. 800-919-3776. And it be part of the conversation, of course, full buffet on a Friday like this. It's fill-in Friday for every place but here. What do you mean? Oh, fill-in Friday. <laughs> well, yeah, you were on Get Up today, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Brian Custer who was mm-hmm. uh, hosting today, right? Fill-in Fridays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Custer, he does a good job. No, he does. Well, it's funny you bring that up because you – it was an interesting segment – where and I love when he does this. They do a thing called Trader Mike. Yeah. Where Mike Tannenbaum. Yeah, he was high today. He he was not high today. He had some. I texted him during the during the segment. He had some ideas of trades that he would make. Now the first one that he brought up, I was on your side of this one. So here's the first, he he had a trade for both the New York teams. He had the Jets and the Giants. Are you what what happened? I was looking for a napkin to wipe my nose. No. Oh. It's cold outside. You know when you come out when it's cold yes, outside, you walk right Totally, in, no. Yep. And it's like, oh, where's the... Where's so are you just thing? grabbing, like, printer paper to wipe your nose? What is that? Yeah, was, I had a bag. <laughs> I thought they would give you a napkin, but they didn't. They did not. Okay. Oh, here it is. It's in this one. Got All it. right. Do you want to blow your nose real quick? I'm back. All right. Good. I'm back, Jack. All right. Well, with that in mind, here's um, Mike Tannenbaum talking about a trade that he would make involving the Jets. Brandon Cooks going from Dallas to the New York Jets and C.J. Mosley going from the Jets to the Cowboys. Hell no. This really works well for both teams. <laughs> Look, the Jets need outside speed outside of Garrett Wilson with Aaron Rodgers coming back. They have depth in their front seven. The Cowboys desperately need yes. size and yes. speed at middle linebacker. I love it. I think Leighton Vanderesh, A leader in the locker room. Uh, absolutely. All those things. This is really going to help both teams. Brian Custer loved every minute of yes, it. You, yes. you didn't waste a second. You went, hell no, right away on air. So the problem that you had with this, because, again, Brandon Cooks, 1,000 yards wherever he goes, a great number two receiver, still has a lot left in the tank, as we saw in Dallas. And so you would get a piece like that. But giving up a guy like C.J. Mosley, who feels like this guy's the heart of the defense, Bart, sounded like something you didn't like. Yeah, why would I give you a number one linebacker for a number two receiver? Mm. <laughs> if I'm yeah. giving you a number one linebacker, I want a number one receiver. Well, if like, you had somebody to graduate into C.J.'s spot and save money on his contract, that's a different who, story, right? If who, you who, had who, no, if who. you had somebody, I'm saying, like a like like if there was a young player who sort of was ready to take that step and fill that void, fill that role. Maybe you could think about it, but because you don't, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Like, he's the guy that mans the, the battleships. He's the one who puts all the pieces in the right places and makes all the checks. You put that on Quincy, then, you know, um, it's going to be mm-hmm. difficult because he can't just run free. Like, kind of like how Raekwon Smith settled Patrick Queen down. Patrick Queen wouldn't became who he was if Raekwon Smith hadn't come there and took right. all the heavy lifting away and, and allows him just to be this young, wild, crazy young player. 
that doesn't have any responsibilities other than being physical or running to the football. Right. You talk about, you know, that's a win-win for Dallas because Dallas, that's a that's a rotation spot anyway. You know, Gallup would be two Gallup is two years removed from that. If I'm going to do that, why wouldn't I call? Uh, if I'm want to move him, why wouldn't I call? Um, the Ram, I mean the Raiders, and say, okay, give me, give me um, Devontae Adams and you know Antonio Pierce. Here's a great linebacker. You understand great linebackers and his impact. You won a Super Bowl as a great linebacker, so here you go. Why wouldn't you do that? Why, why you going, why you going, you know, fishing in a, in, in in little baby pond? I'll be saying, hey, hey, why don't you guys want to sign and trade, you know, T Higgins? Why would I go out and, and, and spend money you know, or give up a great leader? Uh, when I can go out and get a receiver, because there's plenty of them out there, like <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, all right, so so instead of making Tyler a trade Boyd. for somebody like him, now you did offer one thing. You did say I would give up C.J. Mosley for this wide receiver. Tell us who it was. Yeah, you know, if, if Devontae Adams. Yeah. Okay. If the Raiders are stuck Explain on that, that, okay, I'll give you that. And then I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I love where his where his salary is. His salary is a salary that's going to be um, expiring, expiring deal in a couple years. You want to do that because now his deal is going to be cheaper than what you're going to do if you spend at the top of the market for T. Higgins. T. Higgins is going to want to be paid like Tyreek Hill, which is going to pass him because it'll be three years since Devontae got his deal. Aaron Rodgers gets his guy. And then now I got to say, okay, now I got to go maybe trade for Patrick Queen or maybe I got to sign Patrick Queen and you know maybe give him less than C.J. Mosley or now I have to go out and go try and get Devin White or something like that. But it's <laughs> – Oddly enough, you know who one of the, the 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 free agents out there that everybody's saying, oh, he's going to get paid? Blake Cashman. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a great year for the, for the Texans, and he's about to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic is that? It is, yeah. So you had him. Um, it, it's not going to be easy to find that second wide receiver, though. It's going to co- It's going to cost, right? One way or another, it's going to cost. And it doesn't sound like Devontae Adams is going to be a legit option Unless the Raiders are just playing, trying to play you by by pretending they don't want to trade him just to up the ante, make you desperate. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're saying putting that stuff out in the media because they want to make sure that you don't think it's going to be easy, that it's going to cost you, and they want to drum up like panic in the media, which is what a lot of teams often do. I would say all that would be true, but I have no idea who the hell is running the Raiders at this point. Like who who is the inside information out of uh, out of Las Vegas right now that is providing that. So with that in mind, like you, you did give me some other names, but let's get reality now. Mm-hmm. The reality is, what's it going to cost, and who are who is a real option for the Jets? Like, what's if I was going to tell you this? What do you expect? I think like if a- I said to you, give me what if I said Bart, put all your money on the table that this is the guy they'll end up with. Who do you believe it'll end up being? You can tell me all the things you'd like to see and maybe could happen. Give me the one you're like, this is what's going to happen. Like, I did the Alec Burks thing because I knew, like, that's the fallback. That's the easy one to predict. Mm-hmm. You give me the one that you think is the most e- the easiest one to predict of being the most likely option for the Jets as, as the second wide receiver. I mean, Calvin Ridley. Um, I would think maybe Tyler Boyd uh, because he's not a he won't be at the top of the market type of guy. He was a three- there in Cincinnati, but you know, before Jamar Chase was drafted, he was a number two. So I would go Tyler Boyd, uh, maybe Gabe Davis. You know, his market may not be as robust as he believes it's going to be. Um, at the at, at the bottom of it, uh, Hollywood Brown. 
another speed guy, deep guy, not a big guy, but a, a speed guy. And so when I think about it, you know, I think they're definitely going to draft one maybe later. But it's going to be one of those secondary pieces. It won't be a – I don't believe it's going to be a T. Higgins or anything like that because you have to pay him too much. And then you stuck with the contract and you have to pay Garrett Wilson in three years. Minimal. Mm-hmm. So, so I, you don't I, want to overspend. Right, you don't want to overspend because you're going to have to pay it again you know, for Garrett. And Garrett's going to want more than whoever you bring in. So I'm thinking Tyler Boyd, um, Hollywood Brown. So the, yeah, the, all right. So those are to, to the ones that you're like. If most likely, this is the most likely. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, and, and that's, that means what T Higgins ends up staying, right? Yeah, I think T Higgins might get tagged. Like they they may tag him and say, "Hey, let's try and win one." Gotcha. And they're going to let Tyler Boyd go. Yeah, they, that, Tyler that Boyd the, and T Higgins are free agents at the same time. Right, and so you go with the guy that is lower on your depth chart than anything else. All right, well that's just one of the topics. The other topic is one that, that created more of a heated debate on everybody on the set, which included also Dan Graziano. And Mike Tannenbaum suggests a Giants trade that would certainly be a blockbuster. I'm trading Deshaun Watson and a second-round pick to the New York Giants for Daniel Jones. And hear me out. What's if you're the, the Cleveland Browns, you have Dorian Thompson-Robinson, you have Joe Flacco, and now a 27-year-old Daniel Jones who has one year left of guaranteed money for $36 million and an enormous amount of flexibility moving forward. And if you're the Giants, you're getting Deshaun Watson, who's Are 29, Are you? who's making $46 million a year for the next three years and a second-round pick. And to me, you need a front-line difference-making quarterback. Because right now, if you're the Giants, how in the world do you win the NFC when you have to beat San Francisco, Green Bay, Dallas, Philly, and Detroit? With Daniel and I, Jones, right. Yeah, with Daniel Jones. So to me, Deshaun Watson hasn't played well the last couple of years, but he has a high upside, and he's only 29 <laughs> years old. So, so, so. Who if, says no? <laughs> I love when he does the who says no, because he knows you guys are both going to jump all over like him. Everybody says no. Yeah, here's a little taste of you and Graz just going at Tannenbaum about I'd it. I'd rather have that question and be able to try to address it in the draft than face the prospect of three guaranteed $46 million seasons for a quarterback that, frankly, hasn't played well since there was a global pandemic and no fans in the stands. How long ago does that seem like? Mm. Where, where they're drafting, though, they're really in no man's land, because those top three quarterbacks will be off. They won't now you say, do you want J.J. McCarthy or Deshaun Watson? Do you want Bo Nix, yep. Michael Penix? I'd rather, I rather, I rather take Penix in the second round because you have the extra pick for the Leonard Williams trade and see if I can develop a project knowing that Daniel Jones is only going to be there for one more year and now I can have a guy like Penix. Or who's the kid from uh, if, Florida State? You can draft him and in then the if second Jones, round and let him sit for And then if Jones plays well, you still got him two more years at a pretty good cost. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was in Mike Tannenbaum's drink this morning, but he was set tripping on that one. No, he wasn't. I disagree. I I agree with him. Uh, so you're gonna, you gonna bring forty six million dollars of guaranteed money for three years yes. for a guy who hadn't shown that he can stay healthy and had and still is going through cases. Okay, for, for, hasn't for the showed he can team. stay healthy is completely ridiculous. He played only six games last year, two years ago because of the suspension. This is the year for the first time in his career no, that he's he, shown you no. any type of breaking down. Bart, he, he played eight, 16 he games, his, 15 he games. ACL out one year? In his rookie season. Out. Okay, so that's two years. Well, oh, hang on a second. He went 
he went three straight years of 16, 15, and 16 games of appearances. Okay, Pro Bowl years. every single year. You're the guy that told me that he was a top-five quarterback in the NFL. He then was. all of the off-the-field stuff happened, and then he completely was erased from the NFL in 2021. And then he them. was standing. Then the Browns made a, a a bold move that was highly criticized, and they brought him in, knowing they wouldn't be able to have him until 2022. They had to wait through the suspension, and then he played. How did he look? Well, he sat for a year and a half, and then this year is the first year he got hurt. How did he look? But oh, by the way, like, like, oh by the way, in the six games he played, he was five and one. Yeah, but how do you, how do you look, tell me that no. this guy's not going to be a great yeah, – like, no, if you're no, the Giants, no, no, no. how does see, this no, not no, make no. sense? Okay, let's do this then, Alan. He's 29 since, years old. Alan, Alan, since you want to go there, since you want to go. go there, he, you say he was 5-1. and one. Yeah. Pull up what his stats were for those games. I have his stats. His yeah. 61% completion No, 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 percentage. no, no, give me, give me the yardage. Give me the interceptions. Give me that. Give me, give me the points that the team went up. Or, did Seven they have, touchdowns did they have and four, four interceptions. Yeah, that's not good. Well, no, no, it's not great. But it's not like it's not. What's the, point, what's, the, what's the point totals they put up? Because they had a historic defense that carried them. I'm shocked. You were such. A, you were in this guy's corner. I still when am. He was in but Houston. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trading for that. If I'm the Giants, so you'd rather wild card another draft pick. Let's see if we finally hit on a quarterback, and, yeah, and let's Jones ride for- Daniel Jones for one more year instead of Brian Dable could have. One of the most talented quarterbacks the in hell, the league, and the resurrect hell? his career, no and, less. Okay, and Cleveland's going. Well, Cleveland might do it just to get out of the contract, of course. But but so if well, if they've Cleveland, already proven with with Joe Flacco that so, they think they can win without him. Hold up, if Joe Flacco would have played a full season, he would have threw fifty interceptions. Did you see the the playoff game and how many picks he threw? Wow, how fast you flip! No, what I'm saying is, like, like, you're another guy that was all about all about Joe Flacco. How yes, he still has Joe, something left. Joe Flacco was good coming in. For a short period of time, not you've got, starting. All you've got left on Watson is two years at 46 each. That's it. You can get out of this thing by 26. Like, it's, like you're not – It's to me, I don't know. It's, it's It doesn't feel so overwhelming. I'm I sorry, three. Go, you're right. It is three. Right. You, but you can get out of this by 26. I'd rather go with I'd rather go with Penix and try and develop and let Daniel Jones be the all right, Alex so you Smith. Don't, you don't know what Penix is. You know what Watson can be. Well, we we know what he's been though. It, it hasn't been the player. So that he we forgot remember. how to play quarterback. He's never going to be good again. It had, I didn't say that. I say we haven't seen that that player. Now, if he would have looked like the way he looked, then Cleveland wouldn't even consider the fact that Cleveland would even consider that means that he's not worth the money. Because you don't even, think you could you like if he's at forty six? Said a second round pick and Watson. Not that you're sending the second. They're sending you the second to take the contract. Like this doesn't feel to me. You let then you can let Barkley go. And this guy becomes the centerpiece of an offense that Brian Dable has has wanted to put together. I don't understand why. Like, I feel like if I am in the Giants hierarchy, that this is something that I would seriously consider if it ever came across my table. Now, would John Mara want this, knowing what Watson's background is and the controversy that has followed him to Cleveland? I'm sure John Mara would probably say no. He would veto this. But if we're just talking about it in a vacuum, and I understand what you're telling me. I'm just pushing back on the other side of this thing. I don't think Mike Tannenbaum's that crazy with this one. The C.J. Mosley for Brandon Cooks one, yes, I'm not for that. Because you're not taking a leader out of my locker room to give me, like you said, a number two wide receiver. That's not happening. But Can, this, we, see Dan- can we see Daniel Jones with you know uh, offensive line, a, a left tackle, you know, being healthy for the whole year? 
can we see him with Thomas? Can we see him maybe potentially with Saquon again? I mean, you were talking to me about turnovers. Can we see that with Malik, Malik, Isn't that also maybe? an issue with Daniel Jones? Turnovers? Isn't that well, something that drives the, the, the coach crazy? Well, he He's didn't not have taking any, care of the football? He didn't have any help. Like, he, he had to play without Saquon and without uh, Thomas. When, when Tyrod came back and when, you know, Danny DeVito came, he had, he had protection. You would think that they would go out and maybe spend money in free agency um, as far as going out and getting a top-notch receiver. This would be the first time he has a number one receiver because I don't think that he really has one. You know, they try to make Darren Waller that. He's a tight end. And he's often injured. Mm-hmm. I think if they go out and maybe uh, – well, they got to draft offensive linemen, but they may be one of these guys that can go out and get Gabe Davis. They're familiar with Gabe Davis. They know what Gabe Davis is all about. Big well, don't Gabe. you think it's Malik Neighbors at the sixth pick? No, no, no! It's offensive move? line. No, it's offensive line help. Are you me. sure? I, it's offensive line help. So you you would go ahead and and, and that's like, the first thing you're doing is you're yeah, going right for yeah. the best offensive lineman in the draft. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody's talking about the Jets. You know, with the kid from um, Oregon State. Mm-hmm. How about going to get the kid from Oregon State? That's a massive athlete, mauler at the right tackle position, where that's what you want. And then I'll move Evan Neal into guard, which he played before. And so now, 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 I'm not wasting a pick on Evan Neal. So wait, you you'd rather go with Fuaga, yes, than go with the top two tackles, yes, because I need somebody that I know Alton that can. Fashano need... is supposed to be the top two, and you're yeah. you're talking about the third guy, and this is the Giants you're talking about who had the sixth yes. pick in the draft. You want to know why? Because I already have my left tackle. So what I'm gonna do? Trying to make another right, another left tackle, a right tackle when mm-hmm. we know that the footwork is bad and it doesn't work. So I would go with that. I would go with the dominant mauler right tackle and move my guard in. So now I know I should have at least three people. You like what Smith is as a center, right? So now you got left tackle you like, center you like, maybe you like Evan Neal a hell of a lot more at guard inside right. protected, and then you have a mauler at right tackle. So now whoever's playing quarterback is protected, and you feel like, hey, I can run the ball now. I can be physical because now I have a good offensive line. Now I see what you're doing. And then the Jets trade up and they get Joe Alt, right? Because I see what you're doing. No, well, the Jets can still stay and get. They can still stay and get Fulaga, whatever. But you know, the Giants. Fushano, can say, you, you're talking about Fulaga. Yeah, Fushano. Yeah, Fushano. Yeah. So then now I'm so now I'm good, and I go sign Gabe Davis, and guess what? Who's ever playing quarterback may have time to throw the ball to him. So now I'm not depending. Now I'm not depending on on now, Darren Waller to, to do everything. If, he's, he's a luxury piece. Okay, but if so, then you'd be saying. You franchise Saquon Barkley at, at, at worst, so you keep him. Yes. And you keep Daniel Jones, and you just are hoping that Daniel Jones stays healthy and Saquon stays healthy and everything works. Versus, but if it doesn't by the end of the year, now you've got to make a decision on your quarterback and then start all over again at quarterback. Yeah, I'm, but in second round, I'm drafting Michael Penix because I got an extra. I got an extra second round draft pick from Leonard Williams going to Seattle. So I'm so I'm gonna use that and mines and mines is pretty high. So you have two high. I don't. So I, I don't. I, I so now I got I'm, so now I got Penix, who's a mature quarterback that we that listen but, before but the Michigan game we thought was the truth, and I he had a hell yeah, of a and year. I, what I saw in that Michigan game told me that what he's going to see in the NFL might he might struggle against that older injury pro. Like you're going to go from one injury prone quarterback to another injury prone quarterback is that what we're doing Bart I'm going to okay. fire you after okay. one okay. year if you do okay. that okay 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 we'll sign Bo Nix he doesn't have all the issues sign Bo Nix you mean tra- you mean draft him he's going to go in the first round 
Maybe. Like Maybe. They always say they're All the mocks the say round. he's going in the first round. They they always say that. <laughs> like and then I, then Geno Smith happens or Lamar Jackson happens. I'm just surprised. Like, like you won't even give this Nixon. a thought. If I if I just had take a minute and let's think about it before we just say no to the Browns. And you're just saying no. Like immediately saying no. You get Deshaun Watson and you draft Malik Neighbors. I got some and, and again, you franchise Saquon Barkley and I've got something now. I've got something now. Like you know what I mean? No, I hear like, what like you're saying. You, but you, there's you a have lot to put, of you, talent you, all of a sudden on that, and I've proven talent you have because we all seen Deshaun Watson do it before, a couple of times, not just once. We've seen him do it, and then this co- this coach now has a, a dynamic offensive weapon at the quarterback position, and they've got to get him right. Because you're right, last year he wasn't right. Yeah, you're right. He he wasn't. He you know he was still trying to find himself. He wasn't right. He hasn't really looked the same since Houston. That part is true. I, I'm with you. But who knows what the situation is in Cleveland? Who knows if, like, for him there, it's, like, weird. Uh, whatever it is. But for three years, for three years. At $46 million, so it, but it, I don't it, care it, about the $46 it, it, million. You, you're, you're paying Daniel Jones $45 million. For three years? Yeah, you're paying Daniel Jones that for maybe one year. Uh, but again, and then I'm going with another unproven hope he hits – but then, out of but, the draft quarterback. I don't know if that's going to work. But but you trust Dayball that you don't have to force whoever you decide to come in and be that young quarterback. You but does Dayball even see the day? Does he see the day of Bro, year two of two, the young quarterback? He's been there two years. I know, but you know how the cycle goes. And he's went to the playoffs and won a playoff game. You know how the cycle goes. Now, once again, I am I am acknowledging that John Mara more than likely vetoes anything like this because we know how he is about image. Completely understand it. That he does not, he would not like this. And if I'm not mistaken, when Deshaun Watson was available, weren't the Giants one of the teams that openly said they would not be interested in trading for him? Yeah, now this is, so. of course, in the midst of his of the terrible stuff that went on with him. But if I'm not mistaken, the Giants were that team, one of the teams that made it clear, no, not interested. So, like, once again, it's highly unlikely from that standpoint. But if we're looking at it on paper, I'm surprised, Bart, that you are absolutely just saying no, just shooting it down completely. That, that catches me by surprise because I thought you were more of a guy that's about this. Give me the talent. Give me the guy that I know can get it done. And you're playing it safe, and I don't know you to play it safe. Surprising me today. Let's get some calls. I just think it gives you more options. 800-919-3776. We got Joe in Portchester. What's up, Joe? How are we doing, fellas? Uh, Sorry I missed the first 10 minutes uh, and, you know, missed you guys already talking about how drunk Mike Mike T was off the Petrena seat with that C.J. Mosley, Brandon Cooks trade. Uh Like, um, that was absolutely nonsense. I don't even know how the man was ever a GM in the league with that kind of mindset. Like, Brandon right. Cooks for C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley is the cement of that defense, and that is the number one thing that is keeping you even relevant in this league. Why would you even think about trading away C.J. Mosley? And, you know, while I got you on the phone real quick, if Brees Hall's contract, do you think Brees Hall is valued as much as he should be and will avoid a Saquon situation when his contract is coming up to an end? Uh, it all depends on what Izzy Adabataconda does behind him. Because yeah. if he shows that he's his replacement and he can play at a high level, then you may say, you know what, let's keep let's keep the money low. 
Damn. Who are you today? Who but, are you no, today? No, I rock with Brees, but I don't want like like Brees, you know, would deserve from his productivity. He would deserve probably what you think um what McCaffrey got. You know what I mean? So no, I mean near it, right? Like again. If he's a thousand and a thousand, he gonna act he may he may want to be he may deserve to be like a, yeah, six, Rogers, a sixteen to eighteen million dollar guy. Like we don't real we don't realize this. Aaron Rodgers might make Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall extremely expensive, right? Right. Like like those two guys might all of a sudden. You still got to pay Sauce. You still got to pay. Yeah. You know, Barry Tucker. If he has one healthy year, you still got to pay him because you know he's so versatile. They, yeah, I, like if you really think about it, he could make the two of them when they're ready for an extension. It, it could make them so expensive for the Jets down the line. Uh, Hammer's in Bergenfield. What's up, Hammer? What's going on, guys? You know, I'm, I love calling in. I love being able to talk to you guys because you guys are never in your feelings when I come and make some valid points. But this whole false narrative that's been dragged out for months on end about Devontae Adams leaving my Raiders – and going to the Jets is cap. Your guy's offensive line is dreadful. You need all the help you can get to keep Aaron Rodgers from being gone in 93 seconds. Can we please put this to rest? Devontae Adams is going to finish out that contract with the Las Vegas Raiders. He's not going anywhere. All right, but, but Hammer, let me, let me, well, let well, me ask do, you. Because so, yeah. you, what you're doing is being a little emotional about it because it's your, mm-hmm. it's your Raiders. And I know Telesco has been making it clear that you know we're not trading him, right? Which is what a new GM is supposed to do. No, we want to keep him. We plan on keeping him. But you got to admit, though, Hammer, like Devontae has has, has kind of like floated hints out there. He and Aaron are tight. He and Garrett are tight. Like there's enough smoke to think that there's some fire to this possibly, right? Like not so, with, like you can talk with, about the offensive line all you want, no. but they definitely need another wide receiver, and there's a lot of relationship going on there now. I'm I'm with you. I don't know if they're going to do it now because the new, because the new. Hang on a second. The new general manager made it clear, right, that that's not happening. That they don't want to trade him. They don't plan on trading him. But you know that's before any offers are made yet. Now, so that's that's all I'm saying, Hammer. You you can't you can't use the offensive line as your reason why the Jets won't trade for him. But also here's but look at it look at it from this standpoint. Look at it from this standpoint. Look, we just got Antonio Pierce as a full time head coach now, and this was a guy that both Max Crosby and Devontae Adams wanted here. They don't want to go through the change again. They don't want to go through this carousel of a new system, a new a new head coach, a new leader of the locker room. And Antonio Pierce is that guy for them. And he's and Antonio Pierce has made it clear. But who's throwing the hammer? Hammer, hammer, hammer! I'm gonna have to start calling you Ralph Transman because you you a man with sensitivity right now. Like you have to understand, Devontae Adams understands that he only has a minute time to try and win a championship. He ain't winning it with eight no Cano. Not not he not even going to the playoffs when you consider the the, the division that he's in, mm. dealing with dealing with now Harbaugh there, who the last time he came in he took over a team that was six and ten. He made him thirteen and three and took him to the Super Bowl in the first year or first two years of him being there. And you have the defending champions. So if he's saying that he's saying like, hey, I got a better chance in going to back to the system with the guy I had the most success with my career with. It's not about the Raiders and. Antonio Pierce. It's about the fact that I don't have anybody that's going to make me have, be involved in any meaningful football games. That's the issue. Yeah, it was cute that uh, right. you know the Raiders had a chance. Jaden Daniels or Bo Nix, do you think that they'll what? be a playoff team, yes or no? Said it again? No. 
no, 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 because guess, guess what? Of J.D. Daniels get, no, 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 a rookie? No, guess what? Guess what? Because J. Wow. J. Daniels not ready physically. He might get broke. He's, right, he's and Bo and Bo Nix stayed in college for a reason. Yes, like so. So don't 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 tell me that that's going to come change today. Yeah. And the fact that you you have to remember also what's returning, and that's Joe Burrow. So that's another playoff spot. Yeah, like what Hammer, are we talking? You, we got to run, Hammer. You know we love you, man. But like this is one where we got to we got to push back on you on this one. Like like there's a million reasons for Devontae Adams to make it clear he's not really thrilled to be there right now. And unless uh, Tom Brady comes out of retirement and says, I'm playing quarterback for the Raiders, there's very few things you can do right now to convince him otherwise. But this still has to play out, and we'll see how it goes. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls on this. And, again, like I said, the history is suggests that the Giants would never do something like this. But, but Mike Tannenbaum suggesting the Giants trading for Deshaun Watson is not a crazy, crazy idea, though Bart disagrees. Plenty more to get to with you. We have your calls getting those ready to go. And also, Mikhail Bridges having some FOMO in Brooklyn. You got to hear what he had to say. Stay with us. Barton Hot 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Well, spring training might have just begun, but the Yankees have already made it clear they have very high expectations on this season. Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, Rick and Dave both were wondering how tough it's going to be for the Yankees to win the American League East. I think you could argue this is the best division in all of baseball. I mean, you're going to have, listen, you're going to have your hands full with with Baltimore. Baltimore, in my opinion, is better than the Yankees. Okay, well, you'll have your hands full with Baltimore. I think there are a lot of people that dish them, even with the Pocota, you know, with, with Pocota came out with, um, you know, win totals. Did Baltimore maybe take a step back? Maybe. A young team, success, uh, you know, how do you respond, you know, year after having a, such a, a good season, maybe they take a step back. But to your point, you're not going to feast on, like, some, some crappy team in the division. No, no, no. This is a tough division. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original, triple to still triple blended and triple cash matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show and it's only here on 98.7 FM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Barton. So from get up today, Mike Tannenbaum just throwing out some Trader Mike play. It's like drunk Han, you know, trades. It's, they're not real. They're just like suggestions. And I'm always about, like, that's why I love Daryl Morey, because I'm all about the aggressive GM. Hell yeah, on, on trade deadline day, I'm calling the Suns. Hey, what would you want for Kevin Durant? Well, he's not available. What would you want? Well, we're not trading him. Okay, well, what would you want anyway? What would it take? Come on. Well, what's, everybody has a price. What's yours? All right, Ted DiBiase. You know, like that's what I'm saying. Like that's you do that though. That's what you do. You never know the day where somebody's like, I don't know. Would you give me five picks? Five picks. Twist my arm. Like, all right. Well, the Deshaun Watson Giants thing is a scenario that Mike Tannenbaum brought up with the idea that you could take on the contract. You'd have a quarterback that has previously been like an all pro pro bowl caliber level player who just recently, because of all the stupid stuff off the court, off the field, he has not been the same guy in Cleveland. And maybe Cleveland wants to get out of the deal. They saw what Joe Flacco could do. Who knows, right? Uh, and then you don't have to think about Daniel Jones anymore and can he and will he stay healthy. It's now i got a quarterback. And Bart's against it, which I'm surprised. Now, all I said was I would definitely look into it. I would consider it. I would think about it. But I don't think John Mara would ever approve it in the end. We go back to January of 2022 when John Mara, when Deshaun Watson was available from the Texans, going through all that stuff that was going on with him off the field, and John Mara said, "We're not trading for Deshaun Watson." He said, "There are so many reasons why we wouldn't do that, salary cap wise. We couldn't afford it, but more importantly, with the allegations that are out there right now, that's just not the right fit for us." So you know he doesn't want – now, again, all that stuff, Watson has served the time. He's had to pay millions of dollars. And it doesn't mean that, you know, he's clear and clean and all that stuff, but he's since moved on, and obviously he's been back in the NFL. Since we, but I don't know if Mara would want to still bring that into New York because you just know that the stories will come back, the conversations will come back, and the questions will come back, and – it's just not something he wants to do. So this is this is the crazy part. So if that's the case, we playing crazy people. Mm-hmm. Let's just um, that's the case. Let's trade Daniel Jones to Minnesota for a third round draft pick, and then we can sign Kirk Cousins. Is that terrible? I'm just saying. Let's do that then. Well, can, can you, you? How can you sign him outright though? You can just you can make a deal with him, saying, "Hey, you want to come here?" Like, bam! All right, well, we'll trade Daniel Jones. Give him the deal, then trade Daniel Jones to Minnesota for a third-round draft pick. I don't hate that. They, it's two I mean, players, you, both I mean, as injured. a Giants fan, would you would you hate that? I don't think that um, Kirk Cousins is a top ten quarterback. Kirk top Cousins 10? played in. He's always been top fifteen. Okay, top, production wise. Okay, okay, top thirteen. Like he okay. damn near threw for five thousand yards last year. Would would he work with Dable? Would that work with the way Dable wants to play? A I'm great, say no. a, a great decision maker. Yeah, uh-huh. like, like, like. Do I need to go to Kirk Cousins' stats from last year to convince you? He is coming off Achilles, right? Yes, Daniel Jones coming off injury too. Yeah, but not an Achilles. You and, saw him. Daniel, Daniel Jones is much younger. Hold up, hold up. You saw him dancing. 
you saw him dancing during the during the this Uber, the him the, the little uh choreography uh choreography no nope. wow don't hurt yourself yeah I'm trying to think of what choreographed it was. yeah choreographed yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, you think of, yeah, I'm sleep deprived. I know. The, cor- I know. the, the, the choreographed um, dance that he had, he looked just fine. He had regular shoes on. Like Aaron Rodgers was about to come back. He's he's been healthy. It's, it's, it's Are you trying to name. look at the statue? Listen, no, I'm not looking at the statue. I'm, I'm no, no. Yeah. I'm staring into the air, thinking to myself, is that a direction you'd want to go? I don't know. Because then the easier thing to do is go younger quarterback and save money. Than it what do you is mean? To, like you only got to give Kirk Cousins a three-year deal. What are you talking about? Well, and again, he, and you don't you're, have not, to, you're not giving you him five million. You're giving him some real money. Yeah, but you're giving him basically Daniel Jones money just for three years. This is a guy that's had a guaranteed contract for the last uh, eight years. Or the last does he? All right, does he make you better? Does he make you good enough to contend with the Cowboys and the Eagles? Yes, he does. You think so? Yes, he does. With Saquon Barkley. Right, because yes. he'd have to be part of the package. You you, you couldn't move on, right? Like he'd have mm-hmm. to be part of the deal. Yep. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. On the Jet side of things, though, you know, it was it was the Brandon Cooks for C.J. Mosley, which you and I both agree, hell no. Um, but you said I, I would trade C.J. if it got me Devontae Adams, and you know that is certainly something that we're going to watch throughout this whole off season. Cameron in Elmwood Park, Cameron. What's up, guys? How are you? Good. Um, hey, I wanted to touch base with you guys. Uh, I called a couple months ago, and I, Barry, you and I had this conversation when I, like when I disagreed with you, saying that the Raiders wouldn't trade uh, Adams. But like now, where there's smoke, there's fire. I really think that uh, the new the, the direction that the new general manager wants to go. I think they will be listening to offers from the Jets. I could also see because Aiden O'Connell is not going to be the future moving forward. I think the Raiders will need draft capital to possibly uh, draft a quarterback for their future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they're they're expected to release Jimmy G, so that could be another potential uh, cap casualty right there. Um, but I do I think that Adams may no longer be a Raider come, come uh, you know, trade deadline. I think you, Jets will possibly offer, uh, I don't think a first-rounder, but maybe a second-rounder for Adams – uh, and that might intrigue the Raiders enough to pull the trigger on that. And uh, what do you guys think about when the Raiders do release Jimmy G, he could possibly be a potential backup for a guy like Aaron Rodgers? Thanks. I don't hate it. The problem is mm-hmm. he's always injured. But, you know, if he's the backup, then you don't have to worry about him being injured because he's going to come in for a small sample size. Um, I don't I don't hate Jimmy G potentially coming in. He's a guy that has a great winning percentage. He's a guy that has played – Relatively well. He's been in some great situations, right? You know, that San Francisco roster. He, you know, he turns the ball over sometimes and he's a little limited. I, I would have to kind of understand, like, what well, systems he's, also, he's, what he's, systems he's be been suspended in. suspended two games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it don't matter because, yeah. Yeah, I guess that does matter. Yeah, I guess he's got a violating the uh, NFL's performance enhancement policy. So, What, what, was, he, what was he trying to enhance, sex uh, or football? Uh, that's 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 a that's a very interesting question, of course. But still, yeah. I, I, I mean, he it, it had to have been something he took that was unknown. I mean, he doesn't he has seem a re- like the type of guy. He has a reputation now. Well, that's true. So who knows? Uh, let's take Angel in the Bronx. Angel. Hey guys, you guys are definitely on my Mount Rushmore of this station. But um, I'm a who Cowboys else? fan. Who else, Brandon? Angel? No, no, I don't want to know who else. I just want to know about me. There's four faces. It's just you two and the other two spots to be named later. Okay. All right. We haven't chiseled those yet. Okay. All right. I'll accept. And it's Enzo. 
Angel. But, um, yeah. The Brandon Cooks thing oh, Enzo, is insane, Enzo. but there is a trade. Oh. There is. Oh, Damn. He just got. He, okay, we got him back. Alvin Kaplan going forward. CD Lamb. Wilson. I know I sound crazy, but it helps a lot for both teams. And Jets get a top three wide receiver in that trade. All right. Dallas has to sign a lot of people. And so here's the problem. But you Dallas don't up. have to sign him yet. But you broke up in the midst of all of that, so when you came back, you said, "I know that sounds crazy," which now makes me made me need to know exactly what you were proposing. So please, he's try saying he's saying Garrett Wilson for C.D. Lamb, a trade. No, no, Garrett Wilson and C.J. Mosley, not straight up Garrett Wilson. Okay, for C.D. No Lamb. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Garrett yeah. Wilson and C.J. Mosley for for, for C.D. Lamb. You tied three wideouts with Aaron Rodgers. And who's my other wide receiver? But but here's the thing. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers will make it. But here, no, but man, you can't sell me on that. But but but, 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 but this I is Cowboys fan. Yeah, says it all. But but listen, but listen. This is the thing, though. What if Garrett Wilson is a top three receiver with Aaron? That's Rodgers? what that's what I mean. We don't even. The guy had a thousand yards with some of the worst quarterback play we've ever seen in the history of the franchise. By the way, he was a thousand yard receiver, Bart, in some of the worst quarterback play. In the history of the sport, and you're telling me I'll trade him so I can get a, a top NCD three wide receiver. Man. Like I actually might, ha- I might have a top three. I don't even know it yet because I haven't had competent, competent quarterback play in the two years he's been here, and all he's done is gotten me back to back thousand yards. We haven't seen that since ninety nine two thousand. Are you crazy? But again, he did say he was a fan. So uh, Joe on Long Island, Joe. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's Love up, the show. Man? Love the back and forth. But uh, you were saying something about Deshaun Watson coming to uh, New York. And yesterday, Rick and Dave were talking about, oh, why don't the Yankees sign Trevor Bauer? So I was laughing. I'm like, oh, God, we're just getting all the sexual deviance on on these teams in New York. Which do you think would be worse or better? Trevor Bauer playing for the league minimum or – I would take I would take Bauer. Listen, I would take, I would take Trevor Bauer. You saw yes. all the stuff that happened there in the end, right? and the stuff that came over. Yeah, all this stuff. A lot of stuff came dismissed. out. It's, Trevor Bauer's going. Trevor Bauer's going. Somebody's going to give him an opportunity. He's had, he's had receipts. Yeah. Somebody, no, but no, but he's exactly. one of those guys. Is, is he a little? Is, is yeah. I mean, look, is he on the margins? Yeah. But you know, you know how many guys are that we don't know about? Yeah, I can't judge some man's <laughs> sex life. I'm a lunatic, you know. I, I would sign that doing a heartbeat for the league minimum. Yeah, I, I don't get caught up in that stuff, man. Like I'm telling you, like it's exactly. one thing if like what what Watson Watson situation. There's a lot there as well that we, that's unknown, but there's a lot of things that are known that you you realize. You know, there was a lot of wrong that was going on there. Bowers thing is, a di- I think a different story, but I, it's not really time to get into it. But this simple answer though, Joe, is yeah, yeah. I mean. Why couldn't the Yankees sign him? Why wouldn't they? they you know? Yeah, they should. They need him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't the Mets? Why wouldn't the Mets sign? Why wouldn't the Mets sign? Joe's Pizza. Wait, say that again, Joe. Alan's for my stopping grounds. Alan's for my stopping grounds out in Holbrook, man. I think I, I met you once at like uh, Joe's Pizza in Holbrook. Oh man, yeah. You, you didn't make him pay for it. What are you talking about? Making nah, pay? nah. You made him money, Alan. I'm supposed. You're supposed to pay. That's the way it goes. Joe, thanks. Good to hear from you, man. Uh, Right. You, guys. you got it. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't you don't take for free. You don't do that. Why not? All right. Famous right. people don't pay for nothing. I'm not famous. You are. Yes, you are. You are famous. You, I have a question for you, Mark. Mm-hmm. Do you think Mikhail Bridges has FOMO? What's FOMO? Fear of missing out. Uh 
Hey, listen, I tell you what, man. I think he's fed up. Well, you're going to hear, first of all, fed up? Yes, you're going to hear that and hear how he answered the question on the roommates pod with Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart. The Villanova guys got together. Mm. Nets fans aren't happy right now with Mikael Bridges because of how honest he was in these answers. you got to hear him. They're coming up. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Barton. So there's a new podcast that is out. I mean, everybody has a podcast these days, right? But Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart got together, and they have this podcast called The Roommate's Pod. It just debuted. So last week was the first episode. They drop every Thursday, and I love that they drop it at 3 o'clock. So, you know, they make sure nothing interferes with our show. And the one that dropped yesterday has a lot of Nets fans kind of annoyed. It's a it's an obvious guest, but a good one, and, and a great one to get early on if you want to get attention to the pod, and it's Mikhail Bridges, who, of course, again, all the Villanova guys, they're all teammates. They won championships at Villanova together, and they're all in the same city. But Mikhail is on the other team, of course, the Brooklyn Nets. So in the podcast early on, they ask him if uh, seeing, you know, DiVincenzo Div- Div- and Brunson and Hart all together with the Knicks gives him FOMO. Do you ever get FOMO, seeing all the, seeing all the, the Nova guys back together? Not really, because I still talk to these dudes. Right. You know what helped? Helped that went to USA with y'all. Yeah, that was kind of good. That was oh, nice at USA. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, my shirt. <laughs> so right here, Josh Hart <laughs> took off his sweatshirt <laughs> and revealed the Knicks shirt. Yeah, I was just, I, you know, okay. a little toasty. I'm just wearing a New York Knicks shirt. Obviously, you play for them, so makes sense why you wear it. Good your team. Yeah, you know, that's, that's my team. So Josh already like you know just kind of playing it up to Bridges. Right, so it's clear. Like, look, you know, would Bridges? Would those guys love to have Bridges as a teammate with the Knicks? Of course they would. Do they hang out together? Yes, they were at a St. John's Villanova game recently at the Garden City courtside. They talk to each other. They make that clear. They did play together USA basketball over the summer, so they spent a lot of time together. They have a group chat together. They have talked about that as well. So you know, like, it's just it's the same thing. Devontae Adams and, and Adam uh, and Aaron Rodgers. It's like where there's smoke, there's fire, right? But then this happened. They talked to Bridges about that Nets-Knicks game that came uh, in January or whatever it was. And it was at the end of a road trip. And, you know, the Knicks went in there and just fourth quarter was wild. And all the fans were. The crowd was exponentially loud for the Knicks and actually booed Bridges a couple of times as well. And Bridges admitted that that was not a great thing. It was that it was the play when y'all got the block. I got the block. Thank you. And then Julius got the dunk. That's when it really blew me, hundred <laughs> percent. Just the just the reaction off the block. It was was crazy. It was it two blocks. Yeah. Wow. And I'm watching too. Like I'm here, so I'm like, and we're home. Mm-hmm. So first of all, oh my, carries like I know everybody's in there. Like a block like that gets even if you're a, a freaking home fan, like that's going to surprise you. Like oh, yeah. but the second one, the second one was like, give me that. To the crowd yeah. energy, like, ah, I was like, and then the kick head to the dunk. I'm like, okay, bro. Now I feel like I'm in MSG. Now I feel like I'm at MSG. I mean, he, he was, and remember after the game, he was pretty pointed with his comments about the fact that the building was not theirs that night, right? Mm-hmm. 
So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Net fans on on social media are not happy with Bridges about this stuff at all. How are they going? How are uh, they going to be mad at him when it's they it's their action that he's talking about? Like, can't believe that they like allowing Nick fans to come in here. Like, like Nick fans only people with money. <laughs> they, you know what I'm saying? They have, like the Nick fans, like just like our Willy Wonka or Rumpelstiltskin, and they just got gold coins and they can go pay. Y'all sold y'all tickets, man. Or we don't have enough ticket uh, season ticket holders, and you you let them come and invade our building, and then you know out out cheer you. And you lost because he said because like in Orlando the other night, same thing was happening, but Paolo Boncaro was like, "No, we're shutting this down," right? And Boncaro made sure to he was telling the Nick fans go home in his own building. Mm-hmm. So as you know, as Bridges said, it'd been a lot easier if we had ended up being able to win that game. Then we can kind of chirp the Nick fans, say go home, but you didn't win, and so they got to celebrate, and it you had to you had to eat it. But do you feel like from those words, what you heard, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out? Do you feel like Bridges has a little bit of that going on right now? Do you feel like there's a part of him that's like, man, how can I get myself to that team? Or do you think that no, nah, they're they're just friends and they're just playing this up? No, I think I think he's extremely frustrated because they're doing something and they're doing it together. So it's a bunch of people that they like. So work is fun, like you know, hanging out, having people that are your friends, um, and has been there with you is fun. And like he's there and he's just watching it because even you know if they do live in the same areas, right? When you think about how close they are, and some could live in Brooklyn, some could be close. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where like timing doesn't add up all the time so you guys are really gonna be able to get together that's why they got the group chat and you know he like man y'all balling man you know mm-hmm. y'all and the Knicks are playing for something he's not playing for anything he doesn't even know if his head coach is gonna be there he all his teammates that he's looking at he knows you know a lot of them might be gone right all right so he's like man like I'm at the beginning of a building process Jalen Brunson came in like year three of a building process with somebody else so he was one of the solutions where he it's like Bridges is number one. Yeah, he walked into something that was getting blown up. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and and built around him. So that means mm-hmm. it's him and nobody else that we can just really think. Maybe Cam Johnson is somebody that's here to stay. Anybody else, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting, and it's a really good get, and it's how you get attention to a podcast. So it, we'll see where all this goes. What's the, what's the name of it again? Down the uh, the roommates' pod. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually really entertaining. The two of them are hysterical together. I forgot already. All right. Meanwhile, Barton Hire always them damn braids. <laughs> Barton Hire always fun together, and we will continue with you. Stay with us, Barton Hot ninety eight seven ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Lots of questions surrounding the Mets going into the season this year. How many wins will they have? Will they be competitive? Earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, Dave threw out a question to Rick. Would you rather be tied for a wild card spot the day of the trade deadline or nine games back and you get a really good deal for Alonzo? So you're saying make the wild card and not trade Alonzo, but lose him right. agency? Yes. Is that a I, dumb I question still, or is that a decent it, question? No, I think it's a decent question. I think I would still want to make the playoffs and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You got to roll the dice. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.